Hey, it's Candy. Did you know that I have a quiz to help coaches choose their niche? Yeah, I do. It's super popular and it has been taken more than 20,000 times. This is a fun quiz that takes you about two minutes to do and it will probably give you way more clarity on choosing your best coaching niche. So now whether you say niche or niche, it's going to work for you. And if you're a coach and you have been stuck in niche indecision, wondering what to do, then you should take my quiz and find out what you learn. You can take the quiz today at coachnichequiz.com. That's coachnichequiz.com. Okay, let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome to She Coaches Coaches. I'm your host, Candy Motzek, and I'm going to help you find the clarity, confidence, and courage to become the coach that you are meant to be. If you're a new coach, or if you've always wanted to be a life coach, then this is the place for you. We're going to talk all about mindset and strategies and how to, because step-by-step only works when you have the clarity, courage, and confidence to take action. Let's get started. Hey friends, how are you today? I am so excited that you're here. Where I am in the Northern Hemisphere, it's spring. The daffodils are up. My tulips are coming up too. The birds are singing and they're building their nests. In fact, the first set of finches have built nests in the birdhouses that are hanging on my she shed. And I expect to hear the chirping of this new little flock in a week or two. Spring is my favorite season. It's without a doubt. The air changes and it's just fresh. I planted some primroses in my window boxes. And if you follow me on Instagram, you'll have seen some photos that I posted in the past few days. This burst of color is just everything to me. And it just makes me so happy to see it. Now, because it's spring, reminded me of this blog post that I wrote a couple of years ago, and I wanted to update it and share it with you today on this podcast. So today, let's talk about a new way to think about your business, a way that will help you through the tough times, especially when you're working like crazy, and it feels like it's just not happening fast enough. You're worried that it's not growing fast enough, or it's just not working. It's going to help you manage your self-doubts and feel better too. Building a business is tough. It's the fast track to personal growth, and it is so easy for us to get impatient. All over social media, you see coaches saying that they earned big money and they did it so fast. How many claims do you see of six figures in 60 days or I've been a coach for three months and I'm fully booked. Well, on social media, it's easy to say anything. And I would tell you, don't believe everything that you read. Don't believe everything that you see. We don't know that that person has been working at this quietly for years and they finally got some momentum or that they've tried two or three other businesses that failed, but they're back at it again. And this time it's working. When that comparison queen comes along and you see those posts 
the comparison queen that lives in your mind, she might whisper in your ear. So how come it's so tough for you? There's got to be something wrong. You must be doing it wrong. How come they can do it and you can't? That voice of that mean girl, the voice of self-doubt in your mind can talk you into doubting yourself. Do you feel alone and wonder if you missed that magic step somehow? I hear this a lot. You're not alone in feeling that way. If you're starting out, and really, any time at all that you're growing your coaching business, it helps to think of your business in the right way. Self-doubt is part of the journey, and it's how we manage our self-doubt that makes the difference. So how you think and how you feel is always in your control. Mindset makes all the difference between giving up and success. You are in control. You've got choice. And that choice is empowering. You get to decide. You can think of your business like a sport fishing trip, or you can think of it as a garden. And that's what we're going to talk about today. If you treat your business like a sport fishing expedition, you're after that big catch. You plan, you go to the store, you get your gear together, you put some gas in the boat, you jump in the boat, and you head out to the ocean. The waves might be small, or they might be big and choppy. Are you prepared for the weather? And it's easy to get wet and sometimes even seasick. When you think you're in the right spot, you get your fishing rod ready to go. You look at the conditions, you hook up the lures, then you cast your line and wait a little bit. And then you start to wonder, hmm, do I have that right bait? Am I in the right spot? What if there's no fish here? You go and you look at your fish finder and see if there's anything around. It's easy to get frustrated, especially when you want it fast and you want a big result. Depending on your experience, you might have to wait a long time. And lots of times you'll return to the dock empty handed. But sometimes you catch that big fish. You reel it in, you celebrate, clean it, and take it back home. And it makes an awesome feast. Then when that feast is over and the fish is gone, you're back at the beginning. You're left with nothing and it's time to go fishing again. I'll tell you, this feast, frustration, and famine cycle is a discouraging way to build a business over the long term. And it's not sustainable. In that fishing approach, you spend a lot of time, money, and energy to get a client. Sometimes it doesn't work out, sometimes it does. And when you do sign a client, you're on a high. You've made some money, you're ready to coach, provide that service. Then when your client has achieved what they need and your project is done, off they go and your calendar and your bank account are empty. This way, with the fishing approach, it's harder to get traction. You might never really get ahead. But as I said, Right at the beginning, there is another way, another metaphor that I like to use for building a sustainable and profitable coaching practice, one that gives you long-term income where you can be fully booked with all the clients you want. The approach that I recommend is to build your business as if you are planning, cultivating, and growing a vegetable garden. 
For those of you who are gardeners, you're going to have had some experience with this. First, you wait to the right season. You turn the soil, you add compost if you haven't already, and perhaps some fertilizer. You want to make sure everything is in good order. You make sure you've got a healthy, nutrient-rich base. That's a bit of a tongue twister for me. Then you take the first of a few trips to the store and you choose excellent seeds. I like the top quality organic ones. And then you take time and you plan your garden. You consider, hmm, where am I going to plant the seeds now? And where will I leave space so I can plant those other ones later? As you plan, you're going to also decide what to plant. If the weather is cool, you choose crops that do well at this time of the year. For me right now, it's spring, and I'm getting ready to plant my lettuce, spinach, and peas because it's still cool out, and this is what will thrive at this time. More than likely, you'll plant a variety. Some veggies grow better close to each other too, right? Peas love to be planted close to carrots, but they hate being close to onions, so it pays to plan well. Once you're organized, you seed a portion of the garden. Then you wait. You water, and you make sure the environment is right. If it's cold, you might put something over top to keep the soil and seeds warm enough. Or you might even start your seeds indoors if the nights are too cold and the conditions too harsh. Then you wait some more. This is the tough part. And this waiting is the tough part for your business too. That waiting time, that's when our patience will pay off. Now listen, we don't just do nothing. We're not just sitting back and twiddling our thumbs. Not at all. We're managing our minds. We're putting in consistent effort. Maybe we're creating value by offering free training, free coaching, posting on social media to attract your best clients, or even being a guest on a podcast like some of my coaching clients have. Many talented coaches give up in this waiting time. Now, I bolded this for emphasis in my notes, so I'm going to say it again. This waiting time is when many super talented coaches give up. We expect it to be fast. We want it to be fast. We're used to taking a pill to deal with a headache and the pain is gone in 10 minutes. We're used to quick fixes and microwave meals. But remember, in the natural world, things take time. They take the exact amount of time that they need. And that's not a problem. It's part of our natural cycle. You know, some seeds, when I look at them, they only take a couple of days to sprout and others take weeks. When I read the back of those seed packages, it tells me cucumber seeds sprout in three days, lettuce, seven to 15 days, but carrot seeds take two to three weeks. When you're gardening, you have no problem keeping the faith. But when you're building your coaching business, you might feel impatient. Now, you don't give up after a few days when you're gardening. You stick with it, right? Because you know they will sprout. So as a new coach, stick with it. Practice your patience. Keep adding value. And remember to foster your belief. You know that 
the seeds that you plant will sprout. This is just for your business. Sometimes you've got to do that work, even sweat a bit and strain your muscles and still have patience that you're on the right path. You don't give up after 24 hours with a newly planted garden, right? So don't give up prematurely on your coaching business either. After you've put in some time, some effort, some care and attention, finally, a little sprout comes up. Ah, it's exciting, right? This is just like when you get your first coaching client. Now, if you're liking the fisherman or the fisherwoman, you return to shore, you settle down and enjoy your feast. Then no wonder you have to start all over again before the next amazing client comes your way. You're on shore. You're not fishing. You're not in your boat. That's that fishing metaphor for growing a coaching business. Now, let's go back to the garden metaphor. If you're going to treat your business like a gardener, what you do with those tender little seedlings counts. You nurture them. You treat them well. You watch them. If you're like me, you even talk nicely to them. You sprinkle them with water. You check that there's no slugs coming along in the middle of the night to eat them. And you sure don't pull them up and look at them before they've had a chance to mature. You do thin the seeds and give them some space and time to grow. Nurture your clients and your relationships the same way. These first clients and all clients are important. Here's where you're learning and fine-tuning your coaching skills. You don't want to overwater or let the bugs of your self-doubt destroy them. After a while, your little sprouts begin to mature. And as you harvest the veggies that you've grown, you want to make sure to reseed before that harvest is complete. You don't want to wait until your garden is empty and all your coaching clients have graduated from your coaching. A good veggie garden is going to provide you with awesome produce for a long time. The hardest time is when you have to practice the most patience in those first couple of weeks. When nothing is growing in your business, we worry and fuss. We might even let our inner critic run wild and say things like, oh my God, I'm going to be a failure. This is never going to work. This is never going to happen. But instead, if we treat it like a garden, we remember we need to have patience. And for your business, having patience means practicing believing in yourself and in the power of coaching. We need to plant our seeds. That's the same as telling people about coaching and tell them what you're doing. We need to water the seeds. As a coach, we want to help people understand how coaching can help them and the problems that you can help them solve. Then when that first little sprout starts to come up, that's like when you get your first few clients, you want to coach them well. You want to hone your coaching skills. You want to treat those clients like the gold that they are. And then as the harvest starts to come in, make sure to plant some more seeds. Coaches mean you're going to keep marketing your business. You're going to keep asking for referrals. You want to keep those relationships fresh. So you get to decide, do you want the feast, famine, and sometimes frustration of sport fishing? Or would you prefer to grow a profitable, sustainable business like a gardener?
Your mindset is everything here. And how you choose to grow your business can empower or disempower you. Remember, all successful coaches were beginners at one time too. They didn't start out as experts. They cultivated, they planted, they tended, nurtured, and then they harvested. And you can do it too. So thanks for tuning in. And make sure that you hit that subscribe button, since that's the way you're going to get to get all my future episodes. Plus, if this episode resonates with you, and you don't have someone who's helping you step by step through that process of becoming a fully booked coach, please reach out to me. Let's talk. I've got room for a few more private clients. Plus, I'll be launching a new group in the near future. You can click on the link in the show notes and we can connect. So that's it for today, friends. And before we wrap up, I want to encourage you to sign up for my free resource library. I created it to help you become a successful coach. It's called the Coaches Online Business Academy. And here's how it works. When you sign up, you create your own private free account. And right away, you get immediate access to a whole bunch of resources. There's a quiz, there's a five-day video training, there's PDF guides and checklists so that you know that you're on the right path. There is so many things in there available and ready to help you right now. So to get access, click on that link in the show notes and sign up today. I'm so looking forward to talking to you next week. I hope you have a wonderful week. Thanks again for listening today. Please hop on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. Also, I would love to hear from you. Did something that I say resonate? What else would you like to learn about? Click the link in the player and leave a comment on the post. This is going to give me great ideas for future episodes so I can help you best. Join me again next week for more coaching, support, and teaching to help you become the confident coach you are meant to be.